This is the Copper Crab Podcast. What up? I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. We're fucking back in this thing. Again. What up? Guess who's back? Back again. Naveen and Cheney are back. Tell a friend. Yeah. So yeah, we usually do this podcast once a week, but we took a break to get some music done, stuff done on our album. Would you say that we got what we wanted done while we took a break from the podcast? Uh, Or did we just watch extra episodes of Intervention? Intervention. (laughs) No, we actually have gotten a lot done on the the record. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) No, we actually have got... uh, So yeah, we're... We got... We took some time off to work on our album. <clears throat> that was the that's the that's the line. <laughs> and uh think of it as a summer vacation. We took some time off to work on our album and we did work on our album and we also did some other things. Yeah. That were true. also fun. That is true. But and we did actually get quite you know, we're really making quite a bit of progress on the album, so I'm happy with where we're at and we start officially tracking vocals in a week. So. Yeah, so we've basically just been writing all the patterns and getting everything laid out where it's going to go, which is kind of a f- first that we've done. Yeah, we've been saying this for years, and we finally followed through with it. On every Entheos release, I think probably since The Infinite Nothing, we've been like, okay, the next album, we're, go- we're going to demo all of the vocals, and then we're going to track vocals after that. Yeah. And we never have done that until this point. So we demoed the entire record. And what we did for demoing, um, there are some lyrics in our demos, but a lot of it is just finding patterns. Yeah, and just making up lyrics on like something that sounds like it would fit. Yeah. Like Salt to the Grave was one of them. Salt to the Grave is one. Uh, there are a few <laughs> others. but A lot of anthems. Be- so what this is helping us do is that because I've gone in with a lot of lyrics in mind in the past and... Then we like try to fit. So I'll go in with lyrics and patterns in mind, but inevitably we get in the studio and in the recording process and Naveen will be like, okay, I think that this would sound a lot better, more simplified. Can you come up with something that has Mm. five syllables as opposed to 11? And then I'm in a situation where it's like I'm, I'm rewriting lyrics on the spot. They don't make sense anymore. And then, yeah. So this time we're we're framing all of the patterns, putting all of the patterns in place. And then I'm going in and writing the lyrics according to what the patterns are. So everything can be completely sensical. Is that a word? Nonsensical is a word, but everything can make sense. (laughs) Everything can be not nonsensical. Not nonsensical. Yeah. So that's been actually pretty fun. Uh, I've been pretty stoked with how it's coming out to be honest me too because then we can just kind of do anything that sounds cool rather than having to work with lyrics but then i mean you already have a lot of lyrics right you're just going to try to tailor them to the yeah i have a lot of lyrics and this time i'll i'll be like spending more time fitting them in place than i have in the past just because of that the process and some things i'm writing you know after patterns are done all right. So, 
Yeah. So do you think we can use salt to the grave? Keep that? Salt to the grave is might make its way into the record. Well, there is one that no. I hope does make it way its way into the record, and that's the take it back part. Yeah, it's super hardcore. It's super the take hardcore, it back part. We've got some gang vocals on the the new record. Oh, I was so, I was stoked. We we did some gang vocals, and I like started to get hoarse because I don't know how to do vocals. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to recruit you to be uh, the backup vocalist. Yeah. live. So. I, actually, I actually do kind of know how to do vocals, but. I wasn't. You are. I, I was doing more of a yell thing to to get the hardcore vibe going. Well, didn't you also tell me the other day that there is a vocal of yours on every like yeah. album that you've been on? Every- uh, there's a couple of vocals of mine on Animosity albums, but yeah, I knew that. I don't know. People would have to go dig through it and try to guess where it is. You are pretty good at vocals. I think. I mean, to the point that I think you'd be a good backup vocalist, like. I can I can trust you to know that you're gonna be like doing the wow the vocal. That's a lot of trust. I know, but I just know that you're. I know your your timing is impeccable, live. Dang. So I think that you'll be able like to that. like do it all on time. I just really trust you with that. Well, it's something I should probably work on, but I mean, you're only <clears> as good as your drummer. I, you are your band is only as good as your drummer. I'll take that. That's to the true. Grave. Yeah, I, I agree I'll take with that. that to the grave. I could even. I could even one up that. Okay. And that your band is only as good as the snare drum sounds. In the kick drum. I, I could even deal with a shitty kick. I, I need the snare to be really good. Yeah, we've learned that in the last week. Yeah. Like well, I we learned, learned that. that we if, know that. If but. I like the snare, I'll just like tune out the rest of uh, like the production and just be like, this is a great recording. This Just because the <laughs> snare sounds good. I mean, there is a certain, there is a certain snare thing that has to be happening in order for me to fully appreciate the music. Yeah, you're yeah. not you're not getting me to be album of the year with the snare like not killing, not like snapping like <coughs> the snare. There is some exceptions. I mean, Soul Niger's snare is not my favorite, mm-hmm. but it sounds good. Yeah, and it fits I know what the you music. Mean. You know, true. I guess sometimes I can be. I can give records a pass if if it's like the snare sounds good for what it is, but it's not my favorite. What's another record that you're giving a pass? Hmm. I mean, there's a there's a, there's quite a few. There's quite a few. Like, I mean, Earth Crisis, Breed the Killers is not like it's one of my favorite albums, but snare is not like my favorite snare. Yeah, but it sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a difference between it being like my favorite cup of tea and it just not sounding good. If it just doesn't sound good, I'm not going to listen to the album. Yeah. Straight up. You know? Yeah. Like, what is it called? The one that everybody points to? Metallica, Saint Anger. <laughs> I think that the snare on Saint Anger is sort of intriguing. Yeah, I know. People like it, right? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put myself <laughs> in the category of, like, people who like it. However, the snare drum is a reason to check the record out even if you haven't been into metallica that snare drum was heard around the world creates discussion exactly so which is next to uh like super good artistry right like something that creates a discussion is almost as good as the, the really good snare um i think i'd rather have my snare not create like a discussion yeah, me too. Unless the discussion is like, that's a really good sounding snare. I agree with you, but neither <laughs> of us have written like any Metallica albums. That's true. That's true. 
And if they didn't do that snare, then there wouldn't be the St. Anger snare, which is kind of <laughs> iconic, like a legendary. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. There are like a million bands out there who have snares that sound way worse than the St. Anger snare. Yeah. But the only reason that the St. Anger snare could be so famous is because we're dealing with the same band that wrote Master of Puppets. That's true. Actually, you know what? It's kind of funny The that it just popped into my head is... The intro song to Copper Crab Podcast, mm-hmm. that snare sounds really good, but it's not like my kind of snare. Because it's, yeah. it's loose. That's true. Yeah, it's not It weird? is loose. Kind of a weird thing, I just realized. Did you strictly <laughs> try that because of the like rock vibe to yeah. the intro song? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't going to be our intro song. It was just some song that we made. Yeah, I know. But even in the demoing process, you're still really yeah. uh, you know, on it about your snare. That's true. You love me some snares. You do. I'm actually going to get a new snare pretty soon. Oh, you got that one? That SLP? Yeah. Really it's gonna cool. It's going to be sick. Everyone's going to be like, damn. Yeah, that, it is super snare. cool. It's, it, when I saw it, you were like, I think this looks like a Naveen snare, and I agree with you. It looks like something that I would have custom made. So Yeah, totally. I'm stoked on that. Anyway, yeah. uh, so we have been gone. We've been listening to, I've been listening to a lot of music I have. Yeah, I have. But you know it really sucks. Mm-hmm. There was a band that I've been listening to like today, and uh, I just found out about them. I wanted to talk about them, but I forgot to see what their name was. And oh yeah, the band you were working out to. Yeah, and they're really sick. <coughs> and I forgot to see what the band's name was, and I used the phone to do the video. And then for some reason, my Wi-Fi card's not working right now, so I I, I don't know. I have to like put it on the Instagram or something. This is a really good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been listening to this band that's really sick for, for found out about them yesterday. They're just really good. Can't remember their name. I think they're called, it's something to do with guilt, like display of guilt. Grief. No. Display of guilt? Something like that. Okay. You ever heard of them? No. It's kind of like a blackened hardcore vibe. I've never heard of them, but when you were listening to them, I was like, this is something that I would listen to. You know what's to. actually kind of funny, though, is you walked out, like, right at the part where it, like, switched to, like, post-hardcore. post-hardcore. But yeah. the rest of it is, like, aggressive. You knew I was coming. Yeah. Because you to were be like, fair. wow, yeah, I would be into this. And, like, I think you would still be into it. But Is it, like, nails? No, it's more like a... Uh, it's just, it's like if Code Orange mm-hmm. was like more black metal ish. Oh, it had sick. like high, it has like kind of higher pitched like screams that are really sick. Okay, that's cool. And the production sounds awesome. Snares Killer. Maybe Passes we'll we'll find out what the name of the band is after this and put it in the description. Yeah, or we could put uh, some on our Instagram or something. There the, we go. Yeah, we need to start like doing music of the we did that week for a or while. month. I know. Yeah. I was like, we need to bring it back to the yeah, the the underground. I, I agree. You know, we're getting too like we're getting there are guests yeah. everywhere, and yeah. like we need to start bringing it back to the underground and like introducing people to music that we like. I, I think that's what stuff we need like to do that for sure. Yeah, and I also think if we have if we can find the time, I think it'd be really sick to put out a playlist each month. Yeah, that let's has do it. all the music that we've talked about. We should definitely do that, that month. So maybe we'll start. Maybe we'll start getting serious about this whole podcasting thing. Yeah, I know. Probably not. <laughs> a year and a half later, we have a tendency to say a lot of shit that we don't do. It's like we're going. We're gonna do a marathon run. 
next month. Yeah. And then what's great about a podcast is if you don't do something you said you're going to do, you just don't talk about it ever again. I know. You just let it go. <laughs> just, uh, what do the kids call it? You ghost that subject. Just, yeah. Just don't talk about it. Because most people, you know, they probably didn't even, they're not like, that's what we hey, did. Hey, with... said he was going to start working out again. That's what we did with uh, Coco Bolo. Yeah, we kind of just were like, yep, it was sick. Uh, there were a lot of people who, I, I was surprised by the number of people who hit us up and actually want to stay in Coco Bola. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm actually down to do that. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's like try to do it down the road because Naveen works out of Coco Bola. That's right. That's so right. if they're- Naveen's so, a working man. Naveen's a working man. Blue collar MF yeah. over here. So I call her. What? Tie-dye collar. Tie-dye collar dude over here. That's Naveen. So if we can, like, not have you work out of the van. Like, maybe later in the year, perhaps, we will do Coco Bolo. That is something we want to do. I was actually just driving down the street, and I was like, I had this random urge to get another van. Yeah, I I think you should have another van. get a work van. Yeah, because Coco Bolo is is like... Trips. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have a bunch of work shit in there. Yeah. Exactly. So I installed draperies and motorized shades and stuff, just in case you don't know, and you're sitting there going, oh, what does Naveen do? There well, I think that perhaps, because I did not know this until we met, what <clears throat> what high-end draperies and, like, high-end the things that you, the thing that you do, I had no idea what it entailed, because, like, my mom goes and buys draperies from, like... Menards. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't think that most people who aren't super rich have the kind of disposable income that it takes to to hire someone to do what you do. Yeah, for sure. So you install like incredible drapery systems in people's houses, essentially. Yeah. That's really what it is. And I started doing uh, a lot of motorized stuff. Yeah. And because of that, we have... We've got some motorized Really sick stuff. motorized shades. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. A couple. a couple of them didn't work on a project, so I gave, I bought them for really cheap. Yeah. They were still expensive, but Because rich people, like, actually say, oh, I want a blackout. <laughs> I, w- I want a fitted blackout custom shade that I can just press a button on my phone and all of my shades go up at the same time or in the whole they, house. Yeah. In the, the whole house, house. Oh, yeah, or they monitor, they, they go by daylight. They're like lighting systems. It's mm-hmm. li- it's really lighting people's yeah. houses. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's really cool, but I don't think that people really, I mean, not in realize. my experience, do people know what that means? Yeah. Most people don't. And, uh, <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. Usually they're like, hmm, that's a job, huh? And it is, in fact, a job. It's a job. It's a lot of work, too. But it's pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, I've obviously thought about, you know, oh, I should be doing music full-time or drums or whatever. But my fear is that I would just hate doing that. Yeah. You know, or or that would feel the same as going to work, which I don't want it to. I want it to feel fun. And I always want to be, I want to have the freedom to not do it on some days if I don't feel like doing it. So I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't tried to like monetize my music thing, you know? Yeah. And I I really like, I really enjoy just putting up like little videos and stuff and there's no like strings attached. It's not like, here's this video, you know, uh, 
Go buy something. Link in bio for you to buy a lesson. Or you know, I'm, and I'm not knocking that at all. It's just for me, it feels I have fun just being like, here's a cool video. Absolutely. Hope you're having a good day. That's it. I'm not yeah. knocking it at all either because I think it's amazing that people yeah. can make a living doing that stuff. But what I have found is that when I try to like, I guess they call it like being a content creator. When I've like tried to go all in with like, I don't know, putting up vocal videos or or doing lessons or doing any of that stuff. It's like, I like the contrast yeah. of not being too far I mean, I'm not even talking about creating at all. I don't know what I'm saying. But I, I just like the contrast of like not having to fill all of my time with vocal lessons yeah. or or like start to feel like, oh, I'm not getting enough people to participate in my lessons. Oh, I'm not getting enough yeah, guest yeah. slots with with vocals. I like not having to lean on that all the time because I think any time that I have like taken on too many lessons, it's become something that I just don't want to do anymore. Yeah. It, it becomes like it's a job. Yeah. Which is, if you can do that power to, I, I back it, but I just, totally. I guess I enjoy, uh, just having it be sort of a creative outlet. And I don't know, maybe Absolutely. that could change, you know, if the right circumstance happened, that could change for sure. Uh, I mean, I, di I did, start a website and I want to put stuff on there and everything. But, and I was thinking about, Oh man, I'll make this like a subscription thing or whatever, but I don't know. Just didn't really feel right. Didn't feel right. You know, I think that what has been <laughs> the most me. fun for me, which it seems like it is for you too, is just like doing, getting some work here, some work there. Yeah. Like, you know, guest vocals. Now I do voice acting somehow, which is really strange or like, or like art working on yeah. art you know yeah. i like spreading my creativity out and you know if i can if i just so happen to make a little bit of money off of it and that's really awesome but i don't want to like have to be producing yeah in order to make money i like i like having something that i do outside of that stuff yeah. even if it's like shipping our merch or whatever i just like doing stuff that i don't have to engage in in the same way that i have to with vocals yeah, and I, and I still treat it uh, pretty serious. You know what I mean? We treat our music really almost as if it's a job. Oh, of for course. Sure. Of but course. It's just a different feeling for sure. And then that way I can not do, like I get hit up to do stuff here and there. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the position where I can just do the stuff that's like I want to do. Yeah, you know? because... Working on stuff that is your band, creating stuff that you are, that's just coming out of you and not being forced whatsoever, that, that is like more so being an artist, whereas the other stuff involved is kind of like being a business person as well. Yeah. I prefer to just like be an artist and make everything for myself and and not really have to like make stuff in order to sell a product. That's true. What about breakdowns, though? Would you ever make a breakdown so people liked your band more? Would I ever make a breakdown <laughs> so people... Well, I'm not really talking about it in that way. I'm talking about it in, like... No, you get you get to do... You don't have to do s pieces of content so they'll sell. Yeah. I don't you like having You can do it because you like it. Exactly. I like... 
I like being an artist because it's fun for me and it's creative for me. And it's something that like if I am at home, I'm just going to create stuff when it becomes like a business. It's just a totally different. It's not as much a creative thing. You're not, you know, it's the difference between being like a photographer who gets to like live and thrive off of taking pictures of things that you want to take pictures of and then being a photographer who maybe is like shooting weddings all the time exactly. or something. You're more living by someone, by what someone else wants than right. your own creative Yeah, wants. and that's what I'm saying. Like if it came to whatever, some way where, let's say the band was making enough money to support us and all that stuff, well then yeah, I'd just do that and just make riffs all day and stuff that would be great or if i was just doing the exact same amount of work that i'm doing on my own material or that or that type of work Mm -hmm. then cool i'll do that full time but i don't know i don't really want to compromise uh it's not like i'm 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 even trying to be like i'm such an artist and i want to compromise my integrity it's like not even like that i just i just don't have that kind of work ethic when it comes to making money off of music yeah same you know like i do think part of me for sure does uh do music at the level that i do because i do know that there's x amount of people out there who want to hear it you know Mm -hmm. i think uh, i don't know if that's like that's this is probably something that i when i was younger i would have thought was like stupid to say but like it does inspire me that a lot of people are like wanting to hear what i consider a lot you know, they want to hear it. That makes me actually want to do it. Totally. Whereas if like nobody was into it, like I would still make music and stuff, but I don't think I would treat it as serious as I do now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the same can be said about this podcast. If people weren't actively listening to the podcast. Yeah. And hadn't expressed that they enjoyed it. Well, you know, after a year and a half, it might be a little... Yeah, like when we stopped all out, stopped doing the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, hordes of people. I mean, we got millions of requests Yeah, for us to redo it. No, it we again. got like billions, actually. Yeah, I billions counted, of requests. People, I counted I mean, all of the emails. Like there was news articles about it. There, You know, people, yeah. where have they gone? Why is, why the has the podcast? Stone. So we had to bring it back, you know. <laughs> but, you know. So it's not that you do, it's not that you like don't also love doing it but there is an endearing part of people b- being actively involved yeah. in the artistic endeavor with you. It's a lot different than constantly having to be on people like, "Hey, will you buy this for me, man?" Yeah, Cuz I, I got to pay my rent. I know. I love <laughs> not having to I actually made a really f- funny classic Facebook post about this a, a while ago. It's probably like 6 months a year ago a good old classic naveen face actually i read it on the on one of the episodes really okay i'll probably remember it it was just i was i kind of went on like a rant about the music industry quote unquote and how it kind of sucks and blah blah and i kind of thought that a bunch of people were gonna i said it sucked and i was like yeah feel free to i wasn't like being i wasn't being bitter you know i'm just kind of doing my thing like making fun of stuff yeah and, like, one of the things I said in there was, like, you know, feel free to never buy anything from me again. Because I have a, a job. And I, li- and I like what I do with my life, you know. 
and I was being facetious or whatever. I want people to buy our stuff. Obviously, we're mm-hmm. gonna. I'm gonna make a, an attempt here to sell some stuff. In a minute. <laughs> but you know, it was funny. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that like I could say that. Like, if nobody bought any of our stuff again, that's like all right, whatever. Uh, like, what I do care about is that people just care about the music and stuff. You know. Yeah. And I kind of had that realization lately. Like, that actually is a huge satisfaction for me. Mm-hmm. Like knowing when I was younger. When I was in my 20s, I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of this bullshit. You know, whatever. I'll just make it because I think it's cool. That's it. You know? Yeah. And that's that's cool. You know? That's like an artist thing to say. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, well, I almost feel like it's uh, like I'm doing something nice for other people. <laughs> you know? That's very... Uh... In a way. I'm like, yeah. Like, they people want to hear this. They want to see this. Here, I can give it to him, and the, and it'll cheer him up a little bit. That it makes me feel good. Yeah, that is a cool part of it for sure. I know yeah. what you mean, but it's also, really but it's of. also the other. It is also everything else. It's the self, because you like write riffs twenty four hours a day. You would be yeah. writing riffs whether or not anyone listened to it. I think the only thing that I would like really do all the time, no matter what. Is write riffs. Yeah, play guitar. Yeah, because that's... And not even play guitar. I just like write, making up riffs. That's like yeah. something that I can just do. And I don't have to ever... I never have to force myself like, all right, we need some new songs, you know? Yeah. That's not... There's just a million songs on the computer. Right. It's probably an album on there. So if you just, you know, went through it all. Oh, my God. Probably more than that. And like today, I was writing a song. And it's like, we're... Really not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know? at all. I'm like, the album's It's kind like, of forbidden right now yeah, like for I'm, us to do anything else. Like, I've been putting off guest spots. Yeah, so we're in the middle of working on an album, and I'm sitting there, like, writing a new song. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, but to me, that's just actually really, really fun. That's the fun part. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, and I love playing drums and doing all the other stuff, but, like, sometimes I have to be like, all right, dude. It's time to go in there and play some drums for a yeah, while. Yeah, well, riffs are the thing that you do most consistently. That's definitely true. Which is I, I know exactly what you mean. It is cool to uh, make things knowing that there are some people who want to hear it. And yeah. that is a really cool part of the whole, you know, being in a band thing. But I think that the other thing that you're getting at is that your goal with this, like mine, is not to become like a rock star. No. And... And sell out stadiums and do all of that. It's to fulf- it's to connect with people and also fulfill an artistic yeah. want and need that we both have. Like I, I love playing in our band, and I will be a part of this band forever. Yeah. I love writing in it. P- having people listen to it is a nice like secondary part of it. That's really awesome, and it enables mm. us to, like you said, be more serious of a band. But regardless, we're going to be writing music. So all of that other stuff is just a super cool addition to something that we already love to do. Totally. I mean, I think it kind of like completes the circle. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. part of the part of it is a big part of it is making it and having fun with the art and all that. But then people appreciate it. And like for me a lot of music has really helped me. You know, me whether too. it's getting through 
the day or keeping me inspired, keeping me excited to be alive. Or just defining a part of life. Yeah. Like there's music. I can listen to a certain record or a song and it takes me back to exactly a time in my life. Like I was listening to, I heard a Toro Imwa song that popped up in a playlist of mine the other day. And it took me right back to 2011 when you and I started dating. And it's crazy. Music just is so defining. So it's like we feel the same thing about art artists there's so many inspiring people out there to us so if yeah if we can if i can provide that for someone else i think that's i think that's better than my personal satisfaction of making it Mm -hmm. you know i think it's it's better if someone else gets that feeling like that's even better than being like yeah i'm fulfilled because you're not really ever fulfilled when you make music it's like it's just fun while you're doing it and then you're like six months later you're like all right this sucks i gotta make something else totally so it's not fulfilling in the in the same way way or even uh you know people on one end you know like they'll say oh you know i love like the first animosity album or whatever and i'm like oh god that's so embarrassing you know but i kind of put two and two the, the other two and two together the other day and I'm like, well, there's so many bands where I like their first album. Me too. And and <laughs> if I said that to them, they'd be like, ooh, that sucks. But I'd just look at them like, you know, no, you know, you're wrong. Yeah. So. Well, also from being inside the writing and recording process, the difference between being in a band and outside of a band is that you inside of a band are living through every moment and every good and bad thing that that song brings with it. Yeah. Totally. And it's not you're not listening to the music you've made in the same way that another person is listening to the music that you've yeah. made. It's like just they have totally that different. attachment, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're like, oh, this reminds me of being in high school. Or, exactly. You know, and to me, it reminds me of a, f- a scream that I didn't scream low enough yeah, yeah. or something, some stupid lyric that I wish I would have like written differently. Or yeah. to you, it's like, why did I put a fucking blast beat there? Or why yeah. didn't I put a blast beat there? Totally. You know, it's just way different. Uh, we're we're like i think that is an artistic trait to be like the most overly analytical person in your life like (laughs) you're the person who's going to start the train and you're the person who can stop it just as easily and it's like a trick getting past that point where you can just let things go yeah yeah it's why some people get stuck just in the dungeon of writing with like they have some riffs and their riffs never make it anywhere because there's a lot of self-doubt that comes along with being an artist and a, and a lot of like not over here dude yeah I'm you're fucking not good to go <laughs> you, you you are a person though you do write a lot of stuff and then you're like you put it out in the world you don't like go back and like second guess your riffs very much well some stuff if it if it's shitty then i'll just be like oh, that's not good but then I'll just, yeah. like, I'm the first one to say that it sucks or whatever yeah. before anybody else. But, yeah, I'll, I will put it out. Totally. I mean, I think. And cry later. You can see that with <laughs> the project that you did, Naveen K. It's yeah. like you just put yeah. stuff out. Yeah. Like that, I'm kind of like, mm, this is kind of stupid, but whatever. But there are a lot of people who think that stuff is <clears throat> rad. You know, yeah. And that and can be, be said wrong. for anyone. They're what, what's known as wrong. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually can like turn it off and just like listen to stuff 
Mm-hmm. And I just get to a point where I'm not like judging it. And I'll just be like, well, you know what? That was pretty cool. I, I can that. do that as well. Like years later. Yeah. Years later. It's got it. It's years though. Yeah. I would say five years later. Like I'm just now able to sit and listen to primal really and appreciate it as someone who didn't write it because it seems like a different point in my life now. Yeah. I know. It's kind of crazy that that was five years ago. No, or it was six. six yeah. It's almost seven. Time flies. I know. No, it was, that's insane. Yeah. It's crazy to me that, uh, like, you and I have been, for those of you guys who don't know, Chain and I are an item. That's right. So That's news to me. You could you could sense that, you know, that energy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if they're a couple. Yes, I, I, we I are wonder. a couple. <laughs> but. Uh, They'd make a good couple. I think they should, like, try go out on a date. Yeah, maybe it would have been better. It to, maybe it would have been better to keep it a secret, and then like people are waiting. The tension, you know, is like building. Like, what's going on? Is I'm amazed. I'm amazed by how many people do not know that we are a couple. So hey, well, that's why I just said it because <laughs> some people might not know. You know, yeah. I think I think it's more so people who maybe listen to our band and don't. Yeah, like sometimes I get, especially on the podcast, we kind of just start and we don't really give like any context to stuff. I'm wondering if we should do more of that oh like we have an intro and it's like he's naveen and i'm cheney and we're a we're a couple we've been together for okay so 12 yeah, years that would be, we have a band together we that would be the classic you mm-hmm. taking it to the total or extreme. we could do this my name is cheney crab and i'm just here trying to discover my world as a <laughs> as someone in a relationship who also has a podcast yeah. with him like an NPR type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no, that's not what I mean. I just mean l- l- before I bring something up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I was at work the other day. Because then people might be like, well, what's he do for work? Totally. I thought he was in a band. You know? Right. That's why I was like, oh, I do this. Yeah. Today. Mm-hmm. So. Because we get, when you do the podcast every week, you just get really comfortable. Totally. And you forget to like mention certain things. Yeah. Which we actually have a lot to go into. How long have we been doing Hold on, this podcast? I wanted to just wrap that last <laughs> train of thought up. Right. And I was going to say it's crazy that we've been together way longer in a band than before that we were in a band. Wow. Yeah, we have. That's crazy. I remember being so anxious <clears throat> at the beginning like when we started a band and the first time that I think Evan and Frank were staying at our house and we were like getting ready for a tour, I think yeah. Dustin was there too. I was so nervous. I was like, have we made a mistake? Like Why? what? I, I was just like, so I don't know. There was a certain amount of anxiety surrounding the beginning of our band for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, you yeah, know, it's just weird. It's just it weird. Because you were young, like a younger person. No, I think it was just because I wasn't as comfortable in yeah being like the person that I've become. Yeah, you've grown, grown into that front person. Or just grown into like okay, I guess I guess I am in a band with my boyfriend and we are like a touring, you know, it's just like a weird yeah thing. Well, I never had any second guesses. So no, it wasn't like know. a second guess. Okay, I, I was hate the only one who was <laughs> oh feeling God. solid about the whole. No, project. I was feeling really solid, but I'm just saying there was also like a. I can't believe we are doing this. Like, yes, yeah, maybe this is a bad idea. No, 
I mean, it's kind of like maybe I mean, getting it's like getting your spouse's name tattooed, kind of a vibe. Yeah. What I will also say is that that anxiety went away <clears throat> really quickly. Okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, some crazy stuff happened to us. Uh, we got COVID. That was pretty shitty. Yeah. Well, well, first we went to a really sick uh bass festival though. Yeah, we went to like a dubstep festival for three days and uh, with some friends of ours, which was really fun. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, so you had to get a COVID test to go in the show, which we did do, which they didn't check when we got there. But we did do the test and we were both negative. And then uh, when we came home, I was thinking I felt kind of shitty. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'm I, I actually wasn't even a question. Oh, oh, maybe I have COVID. That didn't even come into my mind. Because I was just like, okay, yeah, we like partied all weekend. I, I think I'm just like really hungover, tired. And I took a nap. And when I woke up, I was like legit sick with like a fever and stuff. Yeah, your fever was, you were so hot. <clears throat> yeah. So I had a 109 fever. No. 109. Oh, no, 103. It was 104. 103. It was 103. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. dude. 109, you'd be dead. 109 right? is like, <laughs> my brain is fried. <laughs> So yeah. Okay, so, 103, that's probably bad, I think. 103 is pretty bad. I read online uh 104 was when you were supposed to go the, to the hospital. Okay, so I think I hit 104. Uh I think you hit 103. I tried to help you keep it down. We were like stuffing you full of ibuprofen and stuff. Yeah, so I was I was all like, you know, doing the like oh, shaking and had shivers. the shivers. It was horrible for like 2 days. Mm-hmm. And then uh of course I had to quarantine myself and i was home we were pretty much at home for like 12 days well i found out two days later that i had it because my symptoms were not as extreme as naveen's but and i halfway expected my test to come back negative i was like there's no way right well i you know i i'm always kind of bragging about like i think that i'm like real healthy yeah that's something i think about myself right whether it's true or not so honestly I really think that, you know, the drinking and just staying up late and partying and stuff at that fest was the reason why I got it. Yeah. And it, it just kind of fucked me up, man. To yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. Like mentally. And since then, I haven't drank or I've been 100% just straight and narrow. Like Soby. Sober. Honest Abe. That was five weeks ago. I drank a half a drink <laughs> on the 4th of July. Yeah. So I've pretty much been staying uh, clean and sober as well. We're we're Except so we're all like marijuana. <laughs> um, but so I don't know. I think like my symptoms weren't as extreme as Naveen's, but <clears throat> I did test positive, and I started to feel super lethargic after about a week of yeah. quarantining. It was oh, deep man. into it, and there was one day where I picked up like a thirty-pound box of litter to pour in to change our cat's litter, and I had to go take a nap after I did that. Yeah, because I was so tired. And then the last couple of days of it, I lost my sense of smell and sense of taste. But that only that only was happening for like three days. It came back really quickly. Yeah. Like I've had sinus infections where I lost my sense of smell and taste for a lot longer. Uh, that's good because cer- certain people get their sense of taste gone for like months right yeah, yeah no that I, didn't happen to me though i've heard sense of smell too so i anyway i don't know it just kind of shocked me and now i'm like going the other direction all extreme healthy guy 
So we'll see how long that lasts. Hopefully a while. I'm really hoping for that. It also helps that like the gyms have been, everything reopened in California on the 15th of June. So the sauna is back open. I'm back like obsessing with going to the sauna every day and the gym is fully open. And so that also aligned with us feeling better. Yeah, it was like we got the COVID and then we were obviously home for weeks or whatever, week and a half. We were just getting DoorDash and whatever. It was DoorDash. Which was pretty sweet. I mean, honestly, for the first couple days, I was kind of like, this is kind of sick because I don't really want to go to work anyway. Mm -hmm. This is rad. But then I think after five days a week, I was like, this sucks. And I want to be someone who's really healthy. Who can't, who just won't get COVID. Right. Or there's no no symptoms. Yeah. So I think compromising my myself at that fest and everything i don't know i just it was really fun but now now all i think about is the covid yeah and when you are like sick with something like that at least for me the whole time i'm just like thinking about what it was like when i was healthy yeah oh man i miss when i was healthy and i could just like do whatever i wanted and i took that for granted totally and i was like not being the the best that I could be on a health level. And so after experiencing something like that, it's like I'm turning it back around because now I'm fully capable of doing that. Yeah, I'm not like sick with something no. that's keeping me in bed all day Mm-mm. or, you know, keeping me on the couch or whatever. So I'm going to take full advantage of that and not. Yeah, until. And, and be active as fuck. Until 8 p.m. And then I'm trying to watch some intervention. Intervention. And see other people fuck their lives. You know up. that I love <laughs> documentaries about meth, so I've just now yeah. made us watch every single episode of Intervention. It's which fucking is crazy, man. That's just, and that's a whole other thing. I know that's Intervention been has been out, Intervention has been really inspiring for me. Me too. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do anything wrong. I want to just be a normal, healthy person. I know. And there's so much people that can't do that. So it's true. And you know, one thing that I that's that every single episode of intervention has in common is that okay either the person has a really messed up mom or a really messed up dad or they felt like at some point in their life that, that someone did them wrong and they have a they hold like a really big grudge yeah for a certain situation and it's just first of all made me super grateful that but in both of our families neither of us have siblings who are going through that because or yeah. ourselves because Very i can't imagine what that would be like. And my heart goes out to anyone who is dealing with something like that because it's insane. The other one is how well I, it's just like certain values that I would want to instill in my kids if I had kids. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's also, that's what I'm saying. it also teaches you even more about like learning to let anything, any grudge that you have against your parents go. Yeah. Like I personally feel lucky. I don't, hold anything against my parents for anything i i just have never been that type of person i have great parents and anything that they have ever done that was like not the greatest it's like whatever we all grow up and learn things as we grow that's a part of growing and it's made it's just made me feel really lucky that somehow i have made it through life without like harboring too much from the past yeah i mean that's that'll kill you you know like uh, anger, hate, yeah. hating people, mm-hmm. uh, holding grudges, yeah, makes you look old. It makes you look old, makes and you it, look old. it leads you down destructive paths. Exactly, and it it 
makes you feel like you don't have total control over your own reality. Like it, it seems like people who go through things like that, they think that someone else is like in charge of their world and they're just like a passenger or they're just like an, an innocent bystander to everything that's happened to them through other people. And I, I think that like, there's a lot in in self-worth. There's health in self-worth. Health in the self. Yeah. And I wish that more people could see that, could see like the great aspects of themselves. Totally. I mean, it's, you know, it's in everybody. Like everybody could be doing awesome shit and feeling good and all yeah. that stuff. You just have to, I guess you got to work at it. Of course, everything mm. is work, but it's also work to... get yourself to go in the opposite direction. That's true. It's a lot of work to be the opposite person of who you want to be. So just do the same amount of work, but start focusing on all of the good things in life and start focusing on like how to get your health into a place. And I'm talking about like mental and physical health into a place where you can value yourself. Yeah. I used to think like, okay, just think of like the coolest person that you could think of. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I was like, all right, now just try to be that person. Yeah. It's kind of simple, right? It's really simple. What, what like, are, does that person sleep all day and, I don't know, eat Twinkies or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, probably not. not. Not in my scenario. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting up and, I don't know, getting stuff done, whatever. Yeah, they're a good But I'm also not into the, like, extreme, like, I'm on my grind, like, all the time vibe. I'm not either, yeah, but I also sucks. just don't think <laughs> that that is a sustainable... Yeah. I think it works for very few people. Yeah. You like know? I'm also like, all right, it's 7.30. I'm going to chill now. Yeah. Until 11. Night. And also, sometimes I like to sleep until 10 o'clock yeah, if I I'm went not, to bed late the night before. I'm not I'm not going to fault myself for those things. I was saying, like, okay, here's a, here's a really good thing to notice. When you do stuff that's good, it just naturally starts leading to other good stuff. It's so true. You know? Mm-hmm. And then if you do stuff that's not good without very much effort. It's going to go in that direction. That's just the way it's going. Yeah. And, and, uh, so for me, I just, you know, start like little stuff, you know, like keeping the cats out of the bedroom so I can go to sleep and wake up at a decent time. Or another thing (laughs) is that you've been doing lately that you got me on the kick of is doing dishes right as you put them in the sink. Oh, dude, yeah, that's huge. You do not know how much better it makes you feel makes to go to better. your sink yeah, and not better. see an entire p- pile of dishes because you and it's super daunting when you want to go clean to yeah. do an entire freaking sink full of dishes. Oh my god! But when you just do your spoon, your fork, and your plate, yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, that's that's the best. I I read that on a. I came across this pretty cool someone's like personal website he's a monk type guy mm-hmm. who lives in the netherlands maybe i'll read it on the podcast because it was really cool but he was like oh if you're like a beginner like yogi not like yogi someone who does like physical yoga it's like a yogi it's like a spiritual seeker type person he's like if you're a beginner yogi read this list and it's like 20 things you should do if you're like a beginner mm-hmm. yogi you know person who's trying to be spiritual yeah. And they were like, one of the things was like, do your dishes as soon as you're done eating. You know, like take a shower every day. Brush your teeth twice a day. Yeah. 
And I was just like, all right, I can, I'm going to do all that. Well, it's good to get, it's good to get yourself into habits. And that's something that I learned when we were, I mean, that's just something that I've learned over time through dieting and through, you know, doing the Jocko thing when both of us were waking up at five 30 every morning and going to the gym. That's one of those ones that was not sustainable for me. I'm, I'm going you know to be honest. We did it for a long time. I, I did it for be- the better part of a year. I would say it was about nine months. Yeah. I think from January to September, we were really hard on that. I think I could do it now if I just set my alarm for 530. Well, another way to it. do it is being sober the entire time. Dude, I'm saying, We man. drank very rarely yeah, in that but time. Here's the difference in the past. When every other time that I've not drank for a period of time, mm-hmm. it was like... So I could look good. Yeah. You know, I wasn't concerned with the effect that alcohol was having on my mind accumulatively. I was considering like, well, I want to get like a six pack abs, so I can't really drink that much. Yeah. But now I'm just like, it's like the opposite. Like, I feel like I'm doing all this healthy stuff, so I'll stay away from drinking. Interesting. You know, it's like the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again, but I just personally I'm just am checking not... it out. I'm checking out the world sober. It's pretty sick, actually. I like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to drink, but I just have never really been a big drinker. Like, it's not really a thing for me to go a few weeks or a month without drinking. There, there also is something really weird that happens in the back of my neck when I take like the first sip of a drink. Here, does it happen if you do it with kombucha? it but it like there's something that tightens in the back of my neck I, I know and it's mean. really uncomfortable and it almost it doesn't give me a headache but it's like verging on a headache can anybody out there explain that thing yeah does it do it i think it's something to no? do with my lymph node it takes like a second no do, do. i'll right. let you know if it does it but it hasn't done it i'm just someone <laughs> i i just like to drink water I'm just... That's good. I like water and a nice joint. I mean... So that's another thing I, I realized about mm-hmm. myself over the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. I really love tasty beverages. Yeah. So sparkling waters. Kombuchas. I don't know. Other stuff. But now when I wake up, I've been making like a health cocktail. That's what I call it. I just put a bunch of like vitamins and uh, those... I got those like noon <coughs> ta- tablets. They're like a bunch of... Uh, Little vitamin tablets. I put those in the cup. Squirt a bunch of uh, zinc in there. And I just make this jar. It's all different types of... And I feel all hyped after I drink it. Yeah. Like I don't even drink caffeine anymore. I just drink that. Since like two days I haven't been drinking caffeine for like weeks. No, I'm talking about the new concoction that you have. Yeah, the concoction is great. like two days. The concoction is like... Well, I've been doing a... a, It's led up to the, the, the concoction. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because first I would be like, oh, I'll do a noon in the morning. Oh, we I, got I had no cheap... idea that you've been doing the noons. Well, we got the cheap noons at uh, when we went to Grocery Outlet in Watsonville. Mm-hmm. So whenever that was. And then oh. I got those other packets from Grocery Outlet, which is a really great store if you guys don't know about it. You should probably go, go on Google and see if there's one near you. Yeah. Because they sell all kinds of supplements, a ton of vegan food. Like if it doesn't sell in a store, it goes there. Mm-hmm. So they have all kinds of weird so you know they got all the vegan options. Got a lot of vegan shit. No one's people, buying that shit. Yeah. So we go there and get all kinds of freaky vegan stuff. But another like stuff, thing but I wanted to... Yeah, I don't like processed vegan foods. Whole, I like... Whole foods. Yeah. It's really the cheese products. 
I just cannot flavored with them. product. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting and it all smells horrible. <laughs> I've tried it all. I love cashew cheeses. I like, like homemade. Yeah, but I what's the name of that uh market that you went to, Rainbow Market or something in San Francisco? Oh yeah. Where you got that yeah. really bougie cashew cheese. Yeah, that's good. I would eat that. I've been thinking about ordering some of that off of Amazon. But they I have it on there? I don't know. I'm gonna look. But you know, I would prefer like nut cheeses as opposed to proce- processed cheeses. So yeah, I don't. Well, then at that, at least at that point, it still maybe has something nutritious about it. Yeah, that processed shit. Whereas like yeah, not oil that's like whipped into cheese. Yeah, shape. with all kinds of like xianthan gum and oops stuff. But anyway, another thing that we should talk about is the Gulch show that we went to. Which I, know, if I feel like we should do that on the next one. What? Yeah, Why? Yeah. We're going to forget about all this stuff. You think so? Yeah, dude. What are, why are you holding okay, up? Okay, well, we... Uh, yeah, that's okay. Did I just ruin your plans? No, no, no. That's fine. Oh, do you want to cut this one off and only do an hour episode? I was thinking of doing an hour and then Gulch next time. Okay, so we're going to talk about... Because that's kind of a crazy story. We yeah. might want to like kick into that. Maybe even have some of the videos on hand that we could play. I don't know if we should do that. Don't play the videos. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably a bad idea. I don't know. Okay. Because there's some other there's week. some other big stuff. Uh, should we go into big news at 53 minutes? Is what I'm wondering. I don't care. I'm o- I'm over it now. <laughs> I'm ready to cut it off now. I'm turned off. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it next time. Okay. Well, hey, we really just wanted to check in. We wanted to let you guys know. Well, Naveen did. I didn't know that. We were just checking in. All right, well, let's talk about the Gulch Show. No, I'm down. I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, yeah, we we missed you guys. That's something that I realized today when I was setting up for the podcast. (laughs) Seriously. I was like, oh, I miss doing this. This is really fun. It's fun to do. The podcast is fun. I think that really it's just like we were at a point where we are having a ton of guests on and then it it requires a lot more than just getting on and doing a podcast. Yeah. So we'll probably just, it'll be us for a while. We have some cool guests planned, but nothing until like a few months down the road. That's right. So, But you got the two hottest guests. In podcasting history, right I believe. At your disposal. So Top two. Uh, another thing though is we do have merch left. Copper Crab merch. There's something is. we should say at the beginning of the, po- of yeah, the I know. podcast. Yeah, hour in for no <laughs> one like, who's left. Go and buy it. Do we have stats on like how long people listen for? Yeah, I never check them. We uh, have them. I want to know. I'm not long, an analyst. I want to. I want to know how the average listener is, and then we I would just guess make, it's like a half an hour. Let's just make the podcast a half hour then. I know. And then you kill know two I mean? birds. Yeah. Just get then that you, average. That's how you beat that. That's a big brain. That's. <laughs> Yeah. It's universe brain. Universe brain. Just make it the average listen. Yeah. And then duh. That we can make like two shows out of one or sometimes like five. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't Bingo. know. You know what's funny is people actually have commented and been like more three hour podcasts. Because we did like, one for really? like three hours once. You know what I will say though is that I will be going through some podcasts that I listen to and the longer ones I'm like, okay, this was a better conversation. Yeah. I know. And another thing is like, well, it kind of depends. If it's a regular thing and it's like the same people on every time, mm-hmm. does it need to be three hours? Right. But if it's a guest that's rarely on, 
Yeah. Maybe it should be three hours. That's true because I do only judge the episodes that have guests on them. I'm like, okay, that was a really good conversation. Okay, not so much. Wait, ones that you're listening to or ones that we're doing? Ones that I'm listening to. I don't judge the podcasts that we do. I just move on. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, sometimes there's been a couple episodes where I've been uh, a bit embarrassed. <laughs> I've talked about it. <clears throat> just being a little tipsy. F it. That's another thing. You know, I'll, I'll probably say stuff that's stupid still, but, and I won't have the excuse of that I drank too much. Right. So that's kind of actually problematic now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's sign off for the week yeah, we hey, actually anyway, do have some work on our album that is true done. that is there true that is true and also uh we have some shirts they're super sick uh these are the designs you can't really see them this one looks like a ninja, ninja turtles dang, but it's dang, not dang, it's dang. morbid angel. they're all yeah they're <clears throat> rhymes with schmorbid they're all they're, they're um takes on some of your favorite designs <laughs> of all time and uh we have other merch and stuff we have a lot we have so much more to talk about like we kind of need to cut it up into two episodes all right you know what i mean because you have some stuff that we didn't get to yeah and uh but anyway yeah on the website the copper crab big cartel we have shirts three different designs are we out of mugs yeah we've been out okay we're out of mugs we should probably re-up mm-hmm. but i actually got a pin machine like making those little old school one inch hardcore pins I made a bunch of copper crab pins, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll send them out. If anybody wants one of those, you got to holler at Chaney because I'm not sending it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, have a good week, you guys. Hopefully our ranting didn't throw you off too much. We have a lot to talk about. We, we didn't even really yeah. We didn't even really pop the can. All right, now we'll one. see you guys Is next. Is that a saying? Pop the what? Can. We didn't pop the can. Yeah, okay. It is no. <laughs> All right, we're going to pop the can again next, next week. week. And we'll see you guys. Thanks for supporting. Like and subscribe. And smash the like button. And smash the subscribe. Peace. <laughs>